Good morning, everybody. Over here, it's morning. Over here, it is morning. Let me get set up over here. Let me get set up. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. We are coming live once again from Oshawa. We're coming live from Oshawa. Oshawa, Southern Ontario, Northern, um, Durham Region, Southern Ontario, uh, North America, North America. Let me get this set up here. Welcome, everybody, to our live stream. Today is the what? Today is the 19th, April 19th, all right, 2023. Let me get set up here a little bit. Let's get some people on board. Let them come on board. And I think I'm going to move this. Does it matter? Maybe it doesn't matter. Yeah, let me move this. All right. We've got some people coming on board now. Here we go. All right. So live stream. This is live stream number 55. Wow. Doing very good and uh, planning on doing some really interesting things in our live stream. Live streams in the coming months. Very interesting things in the coming months and years uh, when I start traveling again. Going to be very interesting live streaming from different nations, different cities, different continents. And we're getting set up for that, having the right equipment so that we can um, go on board, so we can, whoops. so we can uh, start recording on the spot, on the go, on the go, and uh, so that should be very exciting, and let uh, people see what God is doing through missionary enterprises after all these years of talking about it. I just got to get rid of a few things here. There we go. We got the full screen. All right. So, going to wait a couple of minutes here. And of course, we're making these into uh, podcasts and putting them on, uploading them on U our YouTube channel. So, let's wait a little, couple of seconds here and then we'll get started with the teaching. Going to be interesting teaching once again. And uh, I get some good feedbacks um, regarding the teachings that we do here on our live stream. And of course, our videos are, are um, basically the same thing, same content, same doctrine overall. It's coming from a perspective of a reformer and of a defender of the faith. Apostolic, sorry. Apostolic reformer and an apostolic defender of the faith. All right, so... <clears throat> All right, let's get started here. I like to wait a couple minutes, but no longer than that, especially when it comes to the podcast. Um, so, live stream number 55, April 19, 2023. And I had posted last year... Um, last year, whoa. Last week I posted... That in this next live stream, I'll be confronting the age-old heresy that is in some places creeping back into the church that says that the Holy Spirit is only the power of God 
and not a person as in the third person of the Godhead, which verges on the unpardonable sin of blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And those who don't confront this age-old heresy that began basically with the Jehovah's Witnesses, that's where it basically began, uh, maybe a little bit before that, I have to research that a little bit more, are just as guilty as those who spew and foster this heresy because we don't, when you don't confront it, when you don't confront something, all right, as believers, when you don't confront heresies, when you don't confront false doctrine, uh, that would, when you come across it, all right, you're basically saying that you, you're in a full agreement with it. It's going back to the silent of Adam, all right? The silent of Adam. When you're silent about something uh, that you know that is wrong, uh, basically you're condoning it, all right? You're coming in agreement with it. And uh, you're going to give an account of that on that day and the great white and the judgment seat of Christ. You are going to give an account of that because we have the Holy Spirit. Uh, we are supposed to um, confront truth when we come across error, all right? It's very clear in the Word, and that's a teaching that I could do all by itself. All in itself, that's a teaching I should be doing. It's part of apologetics, okay? It's part of it. And um, so, and then you get into this whole area, other area of polemics, all right, which I've got working in me. I think I've got both of those working in me. Anyhow, let's go on. So I wrote here, I wrote here my notes. I'm the first one to admit that when I come across false doctrine or heresies, I basically go ballistic. Uh, good morning, Brother Apostle David from Uganda. Uh, I basically go ballistic, okay, because of the gift of defender of the faith. Uh, working strong inside of me and has been like this for many years now. Many years. I've been like this for many years. Uh, Enoch, Alex from Kenya, Kisi, Kenya. And uh, I was like that on the job, uh, construction sites. I mean, I'd hear guys spew spewing and spouting stuff about God. They didn't even know what they were talking about because, first of all, they weren't even born again. And I would just jump all over them like a chicken on a bug. I would just get all over them and correct them. And I didn't do always do it right, but I still did it, all right? And I'm still like that, but I want to do it more by the Spirit, all right? So I wrote here, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, the Spirit of God, um, is not a human being, absolutely not. He is not a human being. He indwells human beings, <laughs> those who are born of Him. He's not a human being, but He is a person, the Holy Spirit is a person. Anybody who says that the Holy Spirit is not a person does not know the Word of God. All right, and that this what, and then uh, since He has a personality, all right, the Holy Spirit has a personality, and if you've got the word person in the word personality, and I, I was, I was inspired to do this teaching because of a post uh, our brother David had posted regarding the Holy Spirit. And some idiot uh, said uh, in a comment section, said, no, the Holy Spirit is not a person. He's the power of God. And he gave a reference to the birth of Jesus, where Mary was going to be overshadowed by the Spirit. All right. Well, that is one reference, one reference. And he built his whole theology on that one reference. All right. Well, 
I've learned over the years that you need to build your theology, your doctrine, your system of beliefs uh, on the whole counsel of God. Because if you don't, you're going to get into error. You're going to get into heresies. All right. And this is a big problem. Even in the church today, you build a whole doctrine around one or two verses. And even sometimes those verses are been taken out of context. All right. Because they haven't taken the time to pray about it and to get the, 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 the mind of the spirit. Now, of course, those who don't believe <laughs> that the spirit has a mind, well, they're off, you know, they're off of the wrong start all to begin with. So get your foundation right. All right. So I wrote here personal pronouns. All right, you'll see that a lot when you study into the Greek regarding the Holy Spirit, the personal pronouns, uh, even with the word he, she, we, they, me, him, her, they're all pronouns that are associated primarily with a particular grammatical person, a first person, second person, a third person, but a person, all right, not a thing, not a it, all right, so the Holy Spirit is not a thing, and he's not a it. He's a person, and he lives on the inside of you if you're born of him, all right? So let's start here. Make sure I got my recorder going here. Let's start here with Matthew 12. Let's go to Matthew 12, 13, 31 to 32. Therefore, I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven men. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him, but whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven him. So if there's if there's someone who is speaking against the Holy Spirit, it would be in saying that the Holy Spirit is not a person. Now, I'm not saying that it is the unpardonable sin, but I'm saying you're getting very close to it because he is a person. All right. So you take away you take away his person, his personality, his personhood, and you start taking away his gifts also. All right. So, all right. So let's move on to John 14, 26. It says here, but the Jesus said this, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place. All right. He will teach. All right. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said to you. So he, personal pronoun, and it, it he didn't say it will. No. It says he will teach, and there's no power in this universe that could teach you something. It's always somebody teaching you because of the word teaching, all right? the It's an operation that it can only be done. Of course, you get um, uh, computers can teach you things, different things like that, but the computer is still programmed by people, all right? Uh, John 15, 26, but when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the spirit of truth who proceeds from the father, he, he, who, the spirit of truth, he, personal pronoun, he will testify of me. All right. So the Holy Spirit has been sent to take the place of Jesus on this planet. All right. John 16, eight to nine, Jesus speaking again here. And when he, who he, the spirit of truth, he has come he will convict the world of sin, of righteousness, judgment of sin because they do not believe in me. So he, personal pronoun again, regarding the Holy Spirit. All right, he, all right. John 16, 13 to 15, lots of references 
to the personal pronoun regarding the Holy Spirit. Uh, starting with verse 13, however, when he, the spirit of truth, <laughs> has come, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. How many times did you come across the personal pronoun he in just that one verse? 14, he will glorify me and he will take of me what is of mine and declare it to you. All right. So only a person can declare something, all right? 15, all things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he, <laughs> the spirit of truth, the spirit of truth, all right, will take of mine and declare it to you, all right? Acts 5, 3 to 4, Acts 5, 3 to 4. And Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit. Wow, lying to the Holy Spirit. Well, if the Holy Spirit is not a person, you're not lying to him. If it's just it, if it's just the power of God, you're not lying to it. No, lie to the Holy Spirit. All right. Verse four, uh, while it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. So here, Peter is referring to the Holy Spirit as God, because he just said in verse 3, lie to the Holy Spirit, and then verse 4, lie to God. God, the Holy Spirit, is God. We all know that. I, I knew that the, the, the first, probably first few months I got born again, I knew that the Holy Spirit was God, part of the Godhead, in the same way that I knew that women were called to be preachers and pastors. I knew that right away. By the Spirit. How? By the Spirit. Not even reading books. You know, and then I started coming across uh, books and articles saying that the women shouldn't be preaching because of a couple verses in the Bible. I already knew that was wrong. Yeah. Why? How? By the Spirit. Because I was praying a lot. I was spending a lot of time in prayer back then, even back then. Not as much as I do today, but I still, for a new believer, I was spending a lot of time in prayer. All right? With uh, praying in tongues. All right, so let's go to Acts 8.29. Acts 8.29. Then the Spirit said to Philip, wow, the Spirit said, he said, all right, he spoke something, all right? <laughs> he uttered something to Philip, all right? So the Holy Spirit is a person, all right? Only people, uh, not human, not just, but people are, yeah, persons can speak something. All right, go near and overtake this chariot. Acts 13, 2. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, the Holy Spirit said. Acts 16, 6. Uh, um, now, when they had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit forbade them to go somewhere. All right, proving his personality. He's a person. Romans 8, 26 and 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself, the Spirit himself, himself, all right, makes intercessions, okay? Verse 27. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit, the mind of the Spirit is because he, who's he? The Spirit makes intercession, all right? He, he, personal pronoun, not it, 
but he, all right, the person of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, 11. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he, as he wills. So there we have it again, the person of the Holy Spirit with the personal pronoun he. Ephesians 4.30 And do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Wow. You think you can grieve some power? No. Only a person can be grieved. And even that word grieve can be translated as to be saddened, to make sad. All right? Yeah. So as God can be grieved, God is grieved many times. Yeah. God the Father uh, Jesus was grieved in his humanity, but as God the Word, he's grieved. Yeah, but the Holy Spirit is grieved too because he's a person and he's the third person of the Godhead. Hebrews 10, 29. Oh, of how much worse punishment do you suppose will he be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified a common thing and insulted insulted the spirit of grace to insult can you insult a power can you insult a power no you can't insult a power you can only assault insult assault but insult someone all right someone not something you know someone that has a personality that can be grieved that can be saddened all right that can be insulted all right yeah the spirit of grace same spirit, the Holy Spirit. All right. So we're basically done here. This is going to be a very short teaching. Um, so last one here is Revelation. Um, uh, Revelation is 3 to 6, but also found in the same chapter, chapter 3, verse 13 and 22. He who has ears, Jesus is saying this. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit, what Spirit? The Holy Spirit. All right says to the church, to the churches, all right, says, all right, so the Holy Spirit speaks, so he's a person, that's why he speaks, because he's a person, all right, he's God, but the Father is a person, all right, the God, the Word is a person, they've got personalities, they've got actually distinct personalities from one another, but at the same time, they work together, they have different functions, but they have great similarities, of course. They're holy, they're blameless, they're uncreated, all these different, all these attributes. But they still have distinctive uh, personalities in the sense that they have distinctive operations and roles and functions in or within the Godhead. All right? And the Holy Spirit is part of the Godhead with his distinctive personality. All right? But great similarities with the Father and God, the Word, all right? But at the same time, very distinctive, different in some of his, the aspects of his operations, all right? Because num even number one, he indwells, all right? I'm just going to throw this out now. The Holy Spirit is the one, is the person who indwells a human being once they are born of God, not the Father. The Father doesn't dwell us. Jesus doesn't indwell us. God the Word doesn't indwell us. It's the Holy Spirit who comes to dwell within us. That's what it means to indwell, the indwelling Holy Spirit. All right? Okay, so I think I did my point, and I hope, David, 
uh, you got enough guts uh, to confront this guy that posted uh, on your uh, on your comment there on your um, that you posted on your timeline. I hope you got enough guts uh, to confront him and to tell him that he's wrong. All right, uh, do it in a nice way. Uh, I think you're a lot you're a little bit nicer than me in some ways, but sometimes you know when we're too nice, sometimes that we don't be we're not as confrontive as we should be. All right. So we should confront these things when we come across them. And that's why I do these teachings so that when you come across heresies, when you come across false doctrine, you know how to confront it. You know what to say or not say. All right. So thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. And uh, we got some great things coming up with the Lord and uh, things are going to open up uh, sooner or later. Sooner is better than later. But anyhow, uh, things are going to open up uh, regarding the travelings and even regarding the media and different things like that. So uh, let's not be afraid to speak the truth in love. All right. Let's not be afraid. Let's not be afraid to offend people, even people that are older than us or that seem to know more than us. You know, uh, they may be some pastor or some bishop or whatever. Well, you know what? If they're wrong and you're right, then you know what? You you say what you know to be true. And even if they don't receive it, listen, leave it with them. Leave it. That's between them and God now. They they were exposed. Their fallacy was exposed. Their, their heresy was exposed. Their false beliefs were exposed. You did your job and leave it with them. Don't get into a fight. Don't get into a rumble. Don't get into this and that with them. Don't get into some hot debate. Ah, debate's good if it's by the spirit. But besides that, stay out of it, all right? Go back to what you're doing and keep learning. And um, and then you, God, will have, God will have something to, to work with you. God will be able to use you in other areas, all right? Because the more truth we get inside of us, uh, the more God has to work with. The Lord gave me this word years ago that you're a friend of truth, all right? And then he gave me another word, told me that truth trumps love, all right? So we put a lot of emphasis on love and we should, but when the Lord gave me that word, truth trumps love, meaning truth should be the precedent over love, all right? So thank you, appreciate you guys, and uh, we will talk to you shortly with the next live stream and, of course, everything else I post on Facebook. So I encourage all of you to learn to what it takes to walk in the fullness of your sonship by learning to what it takes to walk in the fullness of the faith of God and or the grace of God and the faith of God, because it's faith that gives access to the grace of God, because we got saved, we got our sonship back by his grace, all right? So shalom and amen.